podcast. Podcast. Baking pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Bacon pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Bacon pancake. Nice. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, Playing the role of the Cape Crusader this week is myself, Carl, and that always looks good in spandex, Dan. They do call me the Boy Wonder. They do, they, for different reasons, but yeah, we, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my lawyers instructed me not to comment. <laughs> Moving on, um, <laughs> the w- big news this week is last Saturday... Dan was one of the first in the UK to get his hands on a PlayStation 4. Well, uh, yeah, playing it rather than actually having the, uh, the console. Yeah, he didn't just walk around. <laughs> I was tempted, to be, to be perfectly honest. It was only like a little plastic box sort of keeping it sort of uh, protected. So I think, you know, th- there was only like the one Sony representative, but he's a pretty big guy. I reckon I could have outrun him. I reckon so. so. You know your way around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, more so than he would have done. So. Exactly. If I'd have had a little Dremel multi-tool, <laughs> um, I would have you know, whipped that box off and bang out the door. They'd be alright. That's what he says to all the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, though, there would have only actually been two demos to play, which is all I actually had for options, which was a little bit of a buzzkill, um, considering it was uh, FIFA 14. Mm. And then this uh, kind of third-person robot alien robot kind of thing called Knack um, I actually watched someone play Knack for about a minute and I was just got so it was just so boring See, I just I went like back and carried on playing no it was just it was there was nothing to it it was just it was just a big thing walking around smashing some stuff fighting a big tank and because it was like so like the tank they couldn't beat the tank because to get anywhere near it as soon as you get near it it just like fire this big like um, ram thing out the front and just knock you back and then shoot you and they were just going how the fuck are you meant to be here how the fuck are you meant to be here <laughs> so either they were just playing it really badly but I, I just didn't give it the time of day it wasn't a, anything of interest it looked very juvenile really considering it was supposed to be like an after hours you know hands on exclusive look you know see what the PS4 can do and then there was FIFA and then this kiddie bullshit um, but FIFA was fine it's FIFA at the end of the day, but graphically ten times better than anything I've seen on any of the other consoles. Yeah. Um. You, you know the actual sort of the way the shirts and stuff move and like shorts and stuff. There were some really weird sort of collision things on, like where you just sort of run into the ref and then he sort of teleport out of the way. So it was a little bit strange, but I think these are kind it's of like, like real they were. <laughs> yeah. Um. But they're not like um full games really they were literally just like if you'd walk into game and there'd be like a little demo set up mm. that's basically all it was I wouldn't even say it would be as good as the actual demos that get released it was just a, sort of a watered down version of that but it's w- when you're sort of trying to gauge a, a new sort of generation of consoles and games on what Sony themselves are prepared to sort of show and say look this is what it can do and those are the only two options they give you it's a little bit disappointing because it's like there's no, there wasn't any Sony, um, well apart from the the Knack thing. But again, that wasn't, I wasn't counting that. 
Um, there was loads of pictures of things like Infamous 2 and Killzone 4, um, you know, and there was, you could view images of it, but there were only the two playable demos. And it's just like, you know what, you could have given us like a beta for, battle, uh, for Killzone 4, something like that, even see, Battlefield 4, you we, know, just as uh, a little play, just to see how it looks. I mean, off the, um, off the PR sheet that we read, obviously, before mm. um, you got to go and uh, play on it, we, we already knew that there wasn't going to be any kill zone, wasn't going to be any infamous, uh, which obviously was a bit of a, a killer straight off that. But there, it was like there was like five games that they said at um, least. Yeah, you, that's you, that's what you, I was hoping. To play. Uh, yeah. n- none of them was particularly exciting. Um, obviously, the biggest one out of the lot being FIFA 14, which is actually out on PS3, 360, Wii U, uh, PC, I think, yeah. uh, and all that, and Knack. Um, and then the others being like Octodad and some arcade pinball game and Contrast. Uh, Contrast actually taking now the place of uh, Drive Club on the launch lineup. Um, but obviously none of them were there, which was no. a bit weird. And the reason everyone was playing FIFA over Knack is because there were only six consoles set up with two controllers each. And there's about 25 people there, 25, 30 people I'd say at most. And considering there were 70 places for this lock-in, and there was that few many people turned up, I was incredibly surprised. As soon as I went into the store, I was on one straight away playing with the guy. Um, Just playing the boss As well, yeah. (laughs) Um, But it was just sort of like, oh, so he was flipping through, and he said, what what, what do you want want to play? Because there was all these different uh, game titles, sort of like on a big uh, playlist kind of thing, and he's like, "What do you want to play?" And I was just like, "Oh, whatever, you know, we'll go two-player if that's, you know, if we can, just to, you know, sort of save time and everyone gets to go, you know, rather soon." Because obviously people are just sort of stood behind, just like, "Can't believe this! I'm in, I'm in here. There's a PS4 there, and I can't fucking play it because these idiots in front of me." <laughs> can't um, wants to play. <laughs> yeah. So um, after like going on to every single, there's like Need for Speed, uh, the Rivals or New Underground or whatever the hell it is. Um, like there was all of that sort of stuff and it was just view images, view images, view images that's all it was and the only thing that out of because everyone was doing the exact same thing there was only FIFA and Knack and everyone was like alright okay what else is there and then when it was you know when everyone sort of um, realised that that was the only thing that was available you just sort of like oh fuck well FIFA I guess because then everyone gets a go fairly quickly Um, so you know a few people were sort of doing like uh, you know, they play until half time and swap out with like someone behind them. I didn't. I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to beat this guy, and then um, someone else can have a go. But I didn't. It was. I, I'm not great at FIFA anyway, so I don't know if the actual FIFA 14 play is it an improvement on FIFA 13 because I never played FIFA 13. But I managed to beat him on a because I came off that one and I was having a look at Knack and I mean I got a really. I, I tried to inspect the the controller and the um, the actual console as best I could. Um, the controller feels great ergonomically; it's absolutely brilliant. So love the controller. It's weighted down by like the security lock thing, like, it's like yeah, a security yeah. chain. So it was really really heavy because of that. But I know that when that was or as and when that's taken off, um, that's going to be oh, it's going to be really really cool to to use. Uh, there wasn't anything to use with the PSI though. Which, again, sort of just like this is supposed to be, you know, giving people a little sneak peek, a little taste. And you haven't given them anything to go off, like the wireless, um, like the tap, uh, touch controller thing, like the middle of the pad. There wasn't any use for that at all on any of these. There wasn't any use for the PSI. I mean, fair enough, you wouldn't be able to get people playing Just Dance and stuff like that in the middle of the game. Yeah, but, yeah. 
you'd expect some sort of just something to say. Look, just just it's just showing you, but it's going to animate you on this little dude doing this or something. Realistically, just, what they could have done in that sense, where okay, so they haven't got any games that use PSI um, ready, say. I mean, they might have, I don't know. But all they had to do was have it and say, you know like what you can do on Kinect, where you wave your hand and switch through all the um, stuff on the dashboard. You can do that on this as well if you want. And just Even if it just shows you how, if it works or not. Cause yeah, there were just settings, settings, the dashboard with the um, sort of games and images um, underneath the, the game. Did you try and sign in with your PSN ID? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I was kind of disappointed with the choice that they gave. I mean, this is, you know, they said that this was supposed to be like an exclusive, you know, hands-on before they released, you know, at the end of the month sort yeah. of thing. And it's basically going to be exactly what the stores are going to use as soon as they are launched. They're going to just set them up around the store so people can come in and have a little play on them. So that's that's the only exclusive that you've had. So it's not saying... Look, this is what Killzone 4. This is actual um, Killzone 4. Like the tiny amount of a demo or something like that. And this is what you can have a go on just to see if you want to actually. Because they said, you know, are you take? Are you have you made a pre-order for this store? And then when everyone's in, and they're saying, oh, we are taking pre-orders tonight as well. And I was like, if this is what you're going off, you know, yeah. if you're genuinely in two minds, you go, oh, maybe an Xbox, or maybe I'll get a bit of PC, or maybe I will go for a PS4. And then you go in and say, well, maybe this is going to be the clincher, and you play FIFA. Yeah. You're like, well, no, this isn't going to sell it for me, you know. So it was it was interesting. I like the controller. Um, I don't think, as of yet anyway, anything's going to convince me otherwise that that's not what I'm going to get. But I was, I think I had my own hopes for, for what it would be and as to, you know, have it sort of try and please people, especially as there were so few people there as well. I genuinely thought they'd say we'll have a little tournament, you know, and we can you can win a few bits and pieces, just pens or something, you know, just to keep yeah, people there. Yeah, something Sony related at least. Exactly, yeah. Like key a fobs or you know, like uh, keychain things. Oh, you know, it would have been really cool. Oh, I don't know why they didn't think of this. Probably because they'd have to ask for rights and permission and stuff. But <laughs> on, on Twitter the other week, you could win better codes for Destiny, um, so you could just start playing now. Have a taste of it. They oh, gave, if they gave away something like that, exactly. Because then that, that would sort of encourage more people to come as well. I mean, I was there for about 40, 45 minutes, and I was just like, I'm bored. Yeah. I've played FIFA now. I've played as a couple of different teams. Knack doesn't interest me. What else is there to do? Talk to the Sony rep about how fucking brilliant his product is. <laughs> I, I, but it, there hasn't been any demonstration of that other than just, oh, it's FIFA. Yet again, we've poured money, more money into it, and the characters look a little bit more like their football counterparts. That's it. That's all it has to offer for it. In Knack, if that is what they're selling it, oh god, don't forget it. Look, looking at it now after it's happened, between the two of us, considering if it was FIFA, I, I think we were the really the worst people to go. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. I mean, I knew that <laughs> FIFA was going to be there, FIFA. and that was going to be the main attraction. But as I said before, that was fine. I didn't care because that would draw other people away, so I could play all the other, you know, little bits and pieces. But when they weren't there as an option either, what I wanted to do ran out pretty quickly. Yeah. And I mean, they weren't allowing anyone to take any videos or any pictures. I still took one. Yep. But, 
they, <laughs> you know, I mean, I wanted someone to go with me so I could be, you know, sort of do a little film thing and just say, this is what it looks like, this is how it feels, you know, some sort of first impression. And that was just shot down immediately. And I can't understand why. Because everyone knows what it looks like. Yeah, it's not it's not that secret of a deal. It's like what it was last weekend, so it's what four weeks away from actually being able to go and buy one. Yeah. So if this had been done eight months ago, I agree completely. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. this is like an actual secret showing, and say so you can actually have a look before anyone even knows what's going to be out on it, mm. and you know what what it can do. Um, we're going to just give a few people, just whoever first come first served. And they can come in and they can just have a quick go on it, you know, half an hour time slot or something. You piss about on even FIFA, whatever. But it's just like, oh my god, no one even knows about this yet. This is awesome. That would have been amazing if they'd have then come in and said no pictures. You'd be like, you know what? Fair enough, mate. I, I, I get, I understand why you haven't. Even Probably still would have took that sneaky one. Oh god, yeah, of course. <laughs> it but to to do it like you say, like four weeks before launch, and say you can't take any pictures. It's like, well, what about when in four weeks' time I come in and take a picture of the same stand? Is that not allowed then either? What the fuck? It did seem a bit weird. Yeah, so I was a bit annoyed by that. So it's like you've already... How many more restrictions do you want to put on this? Can we only use one control? Can we only use one hand? Can I only use the the left thumbstick? Is that the only thing we can do? Are you changing the name to Xbox One? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's what it really was? It wasn't wasn't so at all. Painted it a slightly darker black and just... Uh, That's all they could get their hands on. Yeah, changed the, uh, changed the controllers a little bit. <laughs> oh, I, I smell a conspiracy. Well, um, possibly. And if FIFA's what they're showing, you show me FIFA on an Xbox One and FIFA on a PS4, I don't know, I don't know which one's which. No, nah, not a fucking clue. You show me Metal Gear Solid 5 on a PS4 and you show me Metal Gear Solid 5 on an Xbox One and I'll tell you which one they are. That's the only way I'm going to be able to tell them because of FIFA. And it's still going to be pretty close. Where? From what I've read, um, at Activision come out and they've said the Call of Duty Ghost is only running at 720p on Xbox One, upscaled to 900p, uh, but PS4 is running at native 1080p. So I imagine we're going to be able to tell the difference on a few games if that's because yeah. that's that's like the third game now that's not running at 1080p um, on Xbox One, with the only exception being Rise. But anyway, um, many thanks to Sony and uh, to Game in Manchester uh, for Dan's hands-on with PlayStation 4. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of as much I... I think I, it was just sort of I was expecting too much of them, which I think is my own fault, really, more mm. than anything. But I certainly appreciate the uh, the go on it. And I certainly rubbed, uh, rubbed it in a few faces. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I'm pleased. I'm glad I got to have a go on it. And I, I'm still I'm still happy with it. Although I know for a fact, do you know what's weird? That if I'd have gone and it was an Xbox One and they'd have done FIFA, I'd have been, oh, I would have been cursing their names from the mountain. <laughs> I'd be like, fucking FIFA, this is what you show, you're fucking lucky. FIFA, of all the fucking games. At least PS4's got knack. Christ on my FIFA. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm still pissed off the fact that that was the big sort of thing after everything else that they were, you know, saying was going to be available to have a, a quick look at. Um, but I got to have a look at the hardware, and I'm impressed with the hardware. It looks absolutely great. Um, feels at great. End, end of the day, you, you went for a hands-on. 
You got hands. You got I did. Hands. I, I got exactly what I went there for. So I'm, I'm happy enough with that. But I just don't think it would have been the greatest representation. This is why I need to go to E3 or something and actually have you know a proper go on things that people are saying. Look at this game. Look at what we're going to be selling. Look how good it is. Um, so uh, yeah, E3 next year, absolutely. Yep. So if you're listening, um, <laughs> got whoever runs E3, Mr. E3, <laughs> we would like to go. <laughs> yeah, free tickets, please. To the Electronics Entertainment Expo. Absolutely. Um, which was showed up to E3 was Arkham Origins. Yeah. Which came out last week. One of my most favourite trailers. Um, it's all right. Oh, I loved it. I've watched it. Doesn't no, 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 no. Trailer is amazing. Story in uh, in Origins amazing, but it's not. It's all right. It's not. Yeah, great. I've I've had a bit of a sort of a yeah, reaction from a lot of people. See, now, I, I mean, I was talking about this the other day. Um, ba- my basic analysis of it, from I mean, I've had quite a thorough playthrough. Uh, I haven't been able to touch it at all the last couple of days, but. Uh, from what I have played, it basically, uh, it, it kind of feels like like Warner Brothers Montreal have just traced over the lines of Rocksteady's Arkham City, just added a few different details here and yeah, there. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've I've seen a couple of interviews where they said like you know have you changed things like the combat, and they said no, you know it's fine as it is. We don't need to change it. Mm. But even playing Arkham Asylum to play in Arkham City there was such a massive leap in the actual combat yeah. even though it was based on the same thing you know Y to dodge and X to punch and do combos and stuff there was still a massive difference between it and you, you could definitely tell and yet with this it's just like well it's like you've just taken the combat from Arkham City and just added like a slightly different detective mode and put it in it's, Gotham now instead of basically <laughs> um, I can't even describe it if I'm honest there's there's a fine line of, but first, actually, but the easiest way to do it, if uh, if you didn't know Warner Brothers Montreal had made this, you would just think it's like Arkham City, to yeah, point two point five. Um, it's it's not it's it's just like City, um, which is really really good. It's still a really good game, and I, I would recommend it. But it's there's no difference with slight touches, obviously. Like Mr. Freeze's um, freeze gun that you get in City. That's not in this, because Mr. Freeze isn't it. What you get instead is a glue grenade, which does basically exactly the same as Mr. Freeze's freeze gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, the biggest the biggest thing, personally, is the voice actors. Um, Troy Baker, who was Joel in The Last of Us, uh, takes the reins from Mark Hamill, and he just... And a tremendous job. He's really, really good as a Joker. Um, Zoe, uh, my, my fiance, she didn't, she couldn't tell the difference to be honest between. She thought Mark Hamill was still doing it, um, but that that's where he does fall though in the fact that he doesn't do anything new. I was just going to say, I mean, he kind of Mark Hamill's kind of set the bar really, set the precedent. Say like all Jokers need to sound as good as this. Doesn't mean they all need to sound the same as this. They yeah. just need to have that kind of crazy maniacal. He he kind of just does sound like him, and there's no there's not much difference between them. And it's kind of like you say, Mark Hamill is that he's set the he's at the height of Joker voiceovers, uh, mm-hmm. voice actor, sorry, 
uh, but it's the same as Heath Ledger's Joker, whereas if somebody now takes up the role of the Joker in a future film... They're going to be compared to that. They're going to be compared to that. Yeah. And if they do it even slightly similar, they're going to be absolutely panned for it. Even if it's a brilliant job, yeah. it's going to be like, well... It's not as good. Yeah, you're just trying to copy Heath. And this, what some people, I imagine, feel about Troy Baker in the fact that he's so good, but he's so good at basically mimicking Hamill. Yeah. Uh, but he's still very, very good, and he does a good job. Um, Roger Craig Smith, uh, voices Batman. He does a good, he does a good job, but he's, he's no Kevin Conroy. Um, and he, Batman does come across as a very. Uh, there's a, there's a bit not to spoil it for anyone, but uh, there's a certain bit in the film where Alfred actually calls him a spoiled brat uh, with a trust fund, um, and. That kind of sums up what Batman's kind of like at parts in this, where uh, Alfred's trying to get him to um, get Commissioner Gordon on side because he could be a good ally. And Batman, I don't, I don't need any allies. Um, everyone's scared of me. Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, kids. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's that's kind of the whole premise, though, isn't it? It's just like, it's yeah, sort of, and he just started out, really. That's what I don't understand, though. He's just starting out. And everybody except Joker, he is on first name terms with already. He's got a kick-ass costume. He's got. He's already got a bat jet. Um, he's got all his other like gears. And to be fair, though, he does pick up gear throughout the game. And, like he's grappling. Hockey gets off. Um, he steals off Deathstroke and um, stuff like that. But everything else, it's like his bat cave's all done. Um, He's, he's it's like it was supposed to be about two years into um, when he actually started Crime Fight, so it's he's certainly not a seasoned crime fighter, but he's certainly not brand new starting out. No, no, he's not starting out by, by any means. But the fact that he's been going on for two years and yet the Joker's only just decided to make an appearance, it seems a bit off. Personally, like the way it's told, it doesn't sit right. Um, I mean, obviously, Joker didn't come into it for quite a good while throughout the comics, but it just doesn't doesn't fit right. Um, The biggest disappointment, though, is the fact that you had this amazing trailer where the first one showed uh, Batman fighting Deathstroke um, and then Deadshot shooting from a distance, and then they had another trailer showing off all of Black Mask and Bane and the Joker and whatnot. And basically, he had Black Mask put a $50 million hit on Batman's head. So he had like eight assassins all come to kill him. That that story goes out the window by not even halfway through the game. And it, I mean, I don't know if you want me to spoil anything for you, Dan. But Personally, no, because I do intend to get it. Yeah. Do you know what? I had a hunch. I don't know what it was. I had a hunch that it's because I think it's my old sort of. Um, Detective. Not believing in a trailer thing, mm. you know, just sort of like whenever a trailer it looks amazing, it, it all it's, it's almost like it's overcompensating in a way. Mm. I mean, it's not true in every sense, but for some reason I just had a feeling about this, and it was on Steam like pre-order thirty quid. I was like, oh, such a good buy because like I know when it comes out it's going to be at least thirty-five, but I always kept putting it off, putting it off, and I just thought it could just be something, and I'll, I'll be I'll really regret it, especially if I'm getting it for a PC as well. Mm. And then it's come out, and people have just gone. Oh, it's all right. 
It's just like, oh, there's fuck, this is the new Batman. This is supposed to be yeah. amazing. There's nothing you know, I'm supposed to feel like the fool for not pre-ordering it. So there's nothing particularly wrong with it. Um, I mean, Bob, there are, there are a lot of bugs and glitches. Uh, a lot oh, of yeah, slow frame rates at the moment. Yeah, I mean, um, people have already found out with some of the glitches. I mean, for fuck's sake, it's been out for about five days. Yeah. I might are already all over, like, where all these certain little bugs are that will get into certain rooms and other bugs that means that you can't get out of rooms and stuff like that. It's just like, does no one test this before? See, I've only suffered one bug um, where I pressed a button to use an elevator um, and I kind of fell through the, the floor of the elevator and then I, I ended up outside the building uh, and I was, it was like just running non-stop. Um, luckily it just saved, so I just restarted it and it didn't happen again. Um, but a lot of slow frame rates. Um... I, I got it the Friday it came out and on the Saturday I was playing it and I'd, I'd been playing it for about an hour and a half and it started and I honestly got to the point where it was starting to get unplayable it was so slow yeah. um, but uh, after I, I turned it off for like a couple hours put it back on <coughs> touch wood it was okay after um, but now and again especially when using fast travel the transition from the that brief video into dropping you out where you're gliding, that's still very choppy. Um, but but Warner Bros. Montreal are working on a patch. I think the PC one's already gone live. They're just doing the 360 and PS3 one. Um, but other than them niggly little things, um, it's it's really not a bad game. Um, if you liked Asylum and you liked City, then you will like um, Origins. If you didn't like either of those two, this won't change your mind at all. Yeah. And it is still it is the weakest of the two. Even though City was much better than Asylum. Yeah, it is literally just following the Nolan trilogy at the moment, isn't it? The first one was brilliant, yes. a really good introduction back into it. Second one blew everyone away because of just how much better it was and just how good it was in general. And then the third one's come out and it's just like Oh right. It's not as good as the second one. Yeah. Which it's is still a good it's just the way that trilogies work. It's just like you never get one that's good, two that's great, three that's brilliant. Mm. It's, just no, it's just never going to happen. Everyone's worthless at this talent show. I'm totally going to win when I sing. These lumps, I know you want to slump upon these lumps, but you can't because you're a chump. A chump. Uh, the X-Men uh, Days of Future Past trailer is out now, Dan. It's out now, Dan. It is out now, Dan. I've seen it three times, so uh, I. That's I, why I said it three times. Yep, because <laughs> it is just that good. Um, it was all right. <laughs> no, it was very good. Um, considering it is a sequel to Last Stand, which was the shittest X Men film, and uh, also a direct sequel to First Class, even though First Class has nothing to do with X Men One, Two, Three, or Wolverine Origins baffles me either way it is a pretty ballsy move um, two it, unrelated films and then yeah. we're going to have a sequel for both of them it, I mean, Brian Singer did say that it's it's kind of to make up for Last Stand <laughs> I don't think there's enough film time in the world for that no, it was pretty fucking awful but um, either Kelsey way drama, Kelsey. I've perfect perfect choice of Beast perfect choice absolutely um, you know I mean it's a big, big budget film, mostly in terms of actors. Um, looking at a list, you've got Hugh Jackman, Hal Berry, 
uh, Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, Anna Pakin, Sean Ashmore, Ellen Page, Daniel Cudmore, Michael Fassbender, Nicholas Holt, Jennifer Lawrence, James McAvoy, uh, Peter Dinklage, Omar Sy, Fan Bing, Bing Bing, Boo Boo Stewart, and Evan Peters. That's a lot of actors. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's what I find most baffling is um, I, I was reading a synopsis um, to the film, and it does seem to differ from um, from the actual comic. But you know, I've still got pretty high hopes for it. I think they could pull it off. I, I hope they can. I think it's fine. I mean, because I thought that you know, with the whole time travel thing, I thought it was going to be some sort of like astral plane kind of thing or maybe um, Forge um, put together some sort of time machine, but it looks like it's actually going to be Shadowcat. Um, well, it, that's, what, that's who it is in the, in the comic. Yeah, yeah, she's going to send Logan um, back through time, well, his mind at least. Um, well, I think that's the biggest problem that they're going to hit, is a lot of people was, no. so basically it's another Wolverine film. And then well, if he's going to be the central, he's yeah. going to be the central character because Wait. he's going to be connecting the first class um, cast yeah. with the X Men trilogy cast, and he's going to be that focal point. But as he's now had two separate films on his own as well, as well it is going to be it's Wolverine X-Men and also X Men and first class people as well. <laughs> Which don't get me wrong, it's, I mean that's not too far off off the comic. Um, it is mostly Wolverine and Kitty Pride, but. As always, I mean, it's not a problem to me. I love Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jackman does a stellar job, but it does seem from the trailer that it's X Men: Days of Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Which, again, for me, I, that's no big deal. But I imagine a lot of people will have a bit of a problem with it. Um, well, it's like I mean, like me, you know, I'm not exactly a huge Wolverine fan. I mean, I think he's a great character, but he's he's very Superman-like in the fact that he's just like he's. His biggest problem for me is the fact that he's indestructible. Mm. And that is a weakness that a, a superhero needs. That needs to be their one flaw in the fact that no matter how good or badly they try and do things, at the end of the day they could still at least be killed and that is a fear that they'll have and it has to be something they try and protect themselves from. Um, but when you haven't got that option... I mean, but the thing is though, like Deadpool's got the same sort of issue, but because he's just so fucking gung-ho about it and he doesn't give a shit... And he's got quite a you know nice relationship with death. That, that's uh, it, it sort of becomes a parody of Wolverine, just to say, oh, I, you know, I don't need to. It doesn't matter that I can't fucking die. I'll just put a bullet from my head because you're boring me. Bang. Yeah, that, that's. I think that's one of Deadpool's biggest strengths, though, in the fact that because he because he plays the fourth dimension, he knows he's a comic book character. He knows he's in a um, video game. Um, but that's why, like, you know, sort of Batman. Well, any other sort of comic book hero, really, they've got their own mortality. Yeah. as their weakness so when you're Superman and you have no weakness they have to make you a weakness and we get off uh, kryptonite. kryptonite yeah that, that'll have to do but Wolverine hasn't even got that because he has no physical weakness nothing that he's more susceptible to they, it kind of it kind of plays back and forth in the sense that you know he's, he's got adamantium running through his body his, his claws are un- unbreakable and, you know, he's got regenerative healing he's got animal like senses and stuff and then it got to the story arc where Magneto ripped the adamantium from his body. You're like, you fuck now. But then it turned around that actually, oh, it turns out the adamantium actually slowed his healing process. And now without it, he heals even quicker. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, nice one, dickhead. 
Yeah. And he, he gets nuked and he just walk, he's, you know, walks away. Hulk's ripped him literally in pieces um, and threw his legs up a mountain and he crawled his way up there. And Well, uh, the only thing is that would take him out would be fire. See, even then, I'm not 100% sure that it would because um, S.H.I.E.L.D., after Hulk's ripped him apart, literally piece by piece, S.H.I.E.L.D. have him, he wakes up and it's just his head on like a table at S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and he, he asks Nick Fury what's going on, and Nick Fury tells him. And basically, in each room, in like in throughout the Shield headquarters, there is like his different parts of his body, and then his organs, and his healing is just working rapidly just to keep these separate pieces alive. So I imagine if you burned him, at some point he would, unless his healing burnt out. I think well, I mean, if, it, if, if the, the heat would have to be, like, super, super hot, so it would just turn him into ash. And then, once all his cells are actually dead, they can't regenerate, therefore he cannot live anymore. So I suppose, because uh, uh, he, he has killed Sabretooth, and so like Sabretooth's dead. Mm. Um, and that was, like, by taking his head off and stuff, and taking it away from his body. And yeah, but again, I've seen quite a few different instances of that where that hasn't affected him. Yeah, I think it does vary on the writer, um, but at the same time, Wolverine's healing is better than say That's why Sabretooth wouldn't survive the Weapon X process. Yeah, true. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though, cause, because he is this sort of indestructible character and everyone else has a weakness, he, he automatically becomes better than everyone else. So yeah, regardless don't of... need the X-Men. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, room. the only thing I could think of is that, because you know, obviously um, Jean Grey couldn't like she'd only be able to sort of like physically damage him yeah but Professor X he would be able to mind fuck him basically and if he could destroy his mind now that's where I disagree because depending on at what point in the the story you're going from at the present moment of time he's he's susceptible to psychic attacks well how has that happened that's that's just another element of bullshit well, um, if you know if someone got into his brain, they'd be able to fuck him, and they go, "Yeah, now he's immune to that as well." Yeah. So it's basically, based, he's completely indestructible. It's his, it's his animal, Nate. Like Sabretooth can't be controlled by um, telepathy or anything because he's that far gone in his animal process. Um, and when Wolverine reached his bite, he, he was ultimate berserker, and um, he, he actually went to he went to hell. And Nightcrawler had to go in and get him, and he was that savage and um, basically, basically an animal, and it left him where to the point where he, they can't get into his mind. Mm. But again, that's today. Tomorrow we go. Actually, we found a way. Um, if we get him to drink Seven Up, then we can get into his brain. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't like to have this sort of like. It's because he's basically a god now. Because he's just saying, it doesn't matter what you do to me, you can't kill me, and whatever I say will therefore go. Yeah. So you don't, like you say, you don't need any of the others. So I mean, things like Gambit, they're not there. Um, in the future one, from what I can gather, there's only a few of them that have actually survived. So there's only Storm, Storm of all fucking people. See, I, I read um, before they announced the forecast because they kept releasing, like. Oh, Hugh Jackman's on the set for Days of Future Past, so that means Wolverine's in. Um, you know, going through all, like, dropping different uh, actors' names and stuff. 
Uh, and then I read that they wasn't having Halle Berry back because she demanded too much money last time for uh, Last Stand. Um, for a bullshit performance, you mean? Well, she was actually, she wasn't in it a lot. And she said, I want more lines. I wasn't not doing it. And I want oh, more. Uh, because I want she's more. such a massive comic book fan. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so they gave in um, and did it. And I, I did I did read that they wasn't they was going to replace her, which I was super psyched about. And then obviously they released the uh, the full list and she was back. And then on the trailer she did a trademark shooting lightning from her hand and then looked behind her. Nice, nice one, dickhead. Yeah. The thing is though, there's like certain people, like certain characters, like any of the ones that were from, apart from sort of like Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. And Hugh Jackman, obviously. I mean, I have to agree. Even though I'm not a massive Wolverine fan, he does play it really, really well. It's regardless of how good the film is, he's Wolverine. Yeah, but I, I mean, like it's the same as like to to if you went X Men One, X Men Two with Patrick Stewart, or Sir Patrick, should we say, mm-hmm. um, as Professor X, and then all of a sudden just ch- chuck someone else in there, you're yeah. like, whoa, what happened to Patrick? What happened to Professor X? He's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is this? Just in a wheelchair? He's not. What? what? Or it's just not, change Magneto like, or something. It's just something you can't do. It's the same thing as James Wolverine. Bond. Yeah, you can't do it. Um, but if someone had changed Storm or uh, Pyro or Iceman or something, yeah. you're like, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe they just weren't working out. Because it's just like they're not that much of a key character. But now it looks like she is. And it is just Professor X, Magneto, it, it's quite Wolverine a, and Storm. It, it is a very funny um, turn of events in the sense that it stays future past, and like you say, you've got really from the last films, um, Storm, uh, Wolverine, Professor X, and Magneto. Well, there's also Iceman and Shadowcat. Well. Yeah, but but Rogue's a little bitch anyway. So fuck they, Rogue. They they ruined Rogue. Of course they have. Got to fly for fuck's sake. She's a core cool character. Rogue is. Uh, yeah. I actually wish they. I can't remember what story arc it is, but at one point, Rogue um, was. It took Wolverine's powers that much that she actually kept uh, retractable claws and healing, nice. uh, which was quite cool. Um, but the, the film version is not very good. But what what I can't seem to understand is even though it obviously is a direct sequel to Last Stand and First Class, why, if Professor X is in it, how come Cyclops isn't? Considering they both died in the same film. <laughs> well. Professor X is a lot more of a powerful mutant than Scott Summers, so... I don't know. Maybe... Well, the thing is, that, like, I mean, it's something you picked up on before, like, when he transferred his consciousness into somebody else. Mm. Maybe he just had plastic surgery. Who knows? Yeah, possible. But... but I mean, um, Cyclops I mean, is a lot more powerful than people tend to think. He's, he's, a, he's like a, he's a top-level mutant. He's on the same lines. When he's on full power, like, if he takes his... Um, yeah, when he takes his... Mask, <laughs> his visor, his yeah. visor off. The, the yeah. optic blast is amazing. He's on but, the same levels as um, Jean Grey in terms of raw power. Yeah, but I mean, then so is his brother. So I mean, That's Havoc true. should be in there as well. Why have Pyro when you could have had Havoc instead? Yeah. That would have made I, much I, more sense because that would have been a proper. You're my brother, but our powers don't work against each other. We're just going to have this horrible, futile battle against <laughs> each other. I, I would have much preferred to see that than that just. The, the fucking horrific cliche of just ice versus fire go and it's just some horrible Pokemon oh god it was disgusting and then for him to actually be actually be Iceman for about five seconds and then that was it he's just like what 
Yeah. So he actually turned into his full ice form, and that was it. We just blew that off, did you? Right, yeah. okay. Because he's back to normal now. Uh-huh. Good. Well, according to the trailer. That might all be changed. Yeah, but he's not with Rogue in this. He's actually with um, Shadow Cat, yeah, so exactly. they're actually an item. But if Magneto has got his powers back, obviously, as he wouldn't have survived that long if he didn't have done. Mm. If he hadn't have done, sorry. Um, then that obviously means that Rogue... Well, he, did, he does, doesn't he? That's yeah, at the end of... Things when he yeah, makes, I love yeah, the ending of that when he just move. makes the chest piece. Just move like a millimetre and then it just ends. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but that would also ensue that um, Rogue has got her powers back. But I hope that means that she gets to have her proper powers. Like, yeah. she just turned to this like whole bullshit damsel in distress thing. Well, she was a proper badass. Yeah. Like, she could fly and she had super strength and... Oh... Did, really? like she was just like this oh I can't touch anyone oh I don't want to be with my boyfriend uh, it's just like oh fuck off get a vibrator fuck off <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> you know it's, it, it does seem looking at X, X-Men 1, 2, uh, 3 uh, Origins uh, the Wolverine first class and probably this the only characters they seem to have properly nailed is Professor X Magneto Yep. It did do a good job of Mystique. I did like the original Mystique. Um, well, I don't know if she's going to be in the new one. I don't like, think she is. Be a future Mystique, because they'd probably just put in the same person that was doing Mystique for the first three films. Yeah. Um, which I would like to see, because they, the, they did it for first class, um, so it was a really nice little cameo for her in that. Mm. Um, and I would like to see that again, because I would like to see this sort of... Like, I would love to see Nicholas Holt as Beast, and then... Um, Kelsey Grammer as Beast. That's the sort of I want to see that sort of playing backwards and forwards. I really love to see that. It but weird. it is a lot more names to add to the already huge roster. Yeah, and but, you know, I'd, I'd have easily, happily swapped out um, Bobby Drake for Beast. Yeah, absolutely. And add Kelsey Grammer in there. Yeah, it I mean so Kelsey Grammer was just a really good. Yeah, I mean, even the, in the makeup. The worst of it is. Because oh, obviously, I mean, they wanted to originally put Beast in X-Men 1, but they couldn't for budgets and stuff. Um, and I never thought about Kelsey Grammer. And when you look at it now, you go, oh, it's actually fucking perfect. Mm. Um, Same as Alan Cumming for Nightcrawler. Yeah, he was very it's good. criminal that he was only in the second one. Yeah. Very. I mean, don't get me wrong, He it was only the beginning I liked, and then he turned into a bit of a fucking wine bag, but... Well, it's because, like, oh, um, it's the same as, like, Magneto. Just well, I've made, 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 my mother left me in Varg and Slag and, blah, shut up. <laughs> You're awesome. Play the part. Yeah. And there's just no reference to It's the same as Gambit. At all. They ruined Gambit. Gambit's kick-ass, and they ruined him. What, in Origins? In, in Origins. Yeah, he just turned into a glorified taxi driver. He's <laughs> like, I'll fly you there. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll fly you back out. It was... I was so excited when I saw him for the trailer for Origins and then just totally ruined it. And again, it seems that the only characters they can really nail... I mean, don't get me wrong, um, I can't remember his name, but the guy who played Sabretooth in Origins, he did a good job. He was a good Sabretooth, as Mm. opposed to the guy who was in the uh, first... Well, uh, he wasn't even remotely a character in the first one. He was just a grunt... Yeah, he was just—he was there for a bit. He got hit by a tree, or he hit someone with a tree or something, and then he was killed, and that was it. Well, so not killed, but no, he was shot out the side of the Statue yeah. of Liberty, and that was it. He was never heard from again. And it's just like, what? So now he's dead, is he? He just fell through a boat. So. 
So you just what? So he didn't just climb back out, just go wanker, and just climb back up the side yeah. again. It's exactly what he would have done. Did he? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like for me. Yeah, Shut up. And it's that it's that same line as well with um, Storm and Toad. Oh, don't the Toad thing? Yeah. It's just like who? I think she must have wrote that herself. I've like, got, so. got a line of dialogue that'll be killer, and they're all just like, <laughs> yeah, all right, Ali, see you later. No, there's. I drive around someone like Whoopi Goldberg playing Storm. <laughs> so, you know, at least she'd add some humour into it. It's it's weird though because in the comics and in, especially in the cartoon, like the, the original animated X Men cartoon, she was such a pivotal character. Mm. You know, she was she was the leader of the X Men, and then the Cyclops group, took yeah. over. Um, it's she was brilliant, and then in films, it's. I mean, not granted, Harry is not. Personally, she's not one of my favourite actresses. And off the top of my head, other than my Whoopi Goldberg statement, I can't think of anyone who uh, would prefer to play Storm. But, on that same note, I'd be happy with, you know, if Patrick Stewart decided to play both. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just put a wig on. Yeah. It's, it's, she's just, no, I, I don't think she should be given. She's had three. She didn't prove herself in any of them. No, I mean, she was just in there for a namesake, I think. She's just like, yeah. look, Halle Berry's in this. Yeah, you, you look at it, and it's like, at the time, Hugh Jackman was pretty much a nobody. He had the t- three big names, which was Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, and Halle Berry. And at the time, she was stupidly popular. Um, but, no, just no. However, Happy Bishop's in this. Yeah. I know, he, I know obviously, he has to be in it. I think again though it's it's still going to be a case of he's only going to be in it for a bit. Well, he is quite he is quite a key character in the story. So as long as he, I mean, I can't really stray too far from this because it's a massive story arc for the X Men. So obviously there's going to be quite a few changes for other, not so much make it easier to to make the film, but there are going to be a lot of differences from the comic and the film but I've, I, I hope they don't stray too far because it's such a good story yeah you say that we always do it yeah they say that I'll look at Origins well I mean I would like to see a few more I don't know because I mean I know that they've put a few new mutants in for like this sort of future war thing that's kicking off so there's some mutants that we don't know about yeah I mean Quicksilver's in this uh, Warpath y- yeah yeah Warpath yeah Bishop obviously as I've said um, Sentinels we can't forget about the Sentinels no that's my biggest peeve about the whole trailer you see Trask you see everyone you see Storm getting a fucking camera full <laughs> no Sentinels still no Sentinels and I'm convinced do you know why I'm terrified that when I actually see them they're going to be about 7 foot tall no. And I'm going to be like, no, that's not a fucking Sentinel. They they did actually show uh, at some expo not long after they revealed the head. Um, they they had a uh, big model. Uh, yeah, and that was, was about eight foot tall. It was a bit bigger than I'd say knocking on ten. Because the guy the guy said he was like five eleven six foot something like that. Uh, who was stood next to it, and it was a considerable amount bigger, not as big as it needs to be. But I'm no, hoping. No. I'm hoping they kind of use them for filming, and then the rest is CGI. I bloody well hope so, because I mean, the only time, the only thing that Last Stand had going for it is the fact that they had a Sentinel in it. 
at the beginning. Yeah. Because that, sort of that, that was kind of a homage, though, to that, that d- Danger Room um, simulator was like a homage to Days Future Past. You mean? Oh, what, that was the war they were fighting, you mean? Yeah, 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 basically. Oh, right, okay. That was, well, I mean, that, that initial trailer, I remember when I saw that when um, Last Stand was coming out, and there was the whole thing. There wasn't any indication that that was the Danger Room. On yeah. the trailer, that was just that was just something that was happening, and there was just fucking laser beams shooting from the sky, and it's like, oh my god, that's a sentinel. There are actually going to be sentinels in this. This is insane. And then Wolverine just gets thrown at it, and then his head just that pops head. off. Oh. He lights his cigar. So what I'm hoping for is like, you know how like the Avengers had like um, about an hour build up for all the characters, get them all together, get them having a bit of conflict, a bit of banter, and then it got to the New York battle. And it's just like, fuck all the script now, it doesn't matter now. Now it's about the combat. Now everything is just like everyone going all out. Yeah. That's what this needs to that's what I thought it was gonna be. And that's what I'm hoping that um Days of Future Pass will be. It'll be just like a whole sort of like that's why I think I have a sneaky suspicion. It's probably wrong, but I'd like to think of it is that where you see uh, Professor X Magneto and Storm and um Rogue and all that on like in some sort of weird future temple kind of thing. I'm hoping that's Genosha, mm. because if that's Genosha, then that means that all the Sentinels that Trask could make would turn up there, which is why all the other X-Men are dead. It's why everyone's dead it's because they're all in Gen- Genosha. Everyone's been butt fucked, and they're the only ones that have been left. And it's just going to be a scene of like some huge mental Sentinel battle. That's what I'm hoping for. I doubt I'll get it. Because I know for a fact that there's just going to be like some slightly bigger than average person, which means Wolverine can just run around and just kill thirty of them in the room. I said it before, uh, ages ago. It was on like one of the one of the first podcasts we did, and we, we touched on uh, this future past. Um, I still really want, and that, it's not going to happen, but I want it to happen. I want the Sentinel to come out, um, and it's like eight feet tall, and everyone's like, oh, for fuck's sake, and then. I don't know, Wolverine like goes running at it or something and before he gets there it gets squashed by like a thirty foot sentinel. Yeah. And then it's like oh shit. If they can do Pacific Rim, they can do Sentinels. There's no reason Transformers. <laughs> Power Rangers. Yeah. Come on. If they can do Transformers and make it look that good. That's I mean fair enough they're like the Transformers are obviously the main characters, so to speak. So they needed to walk. Yeah, but there's no reason the Sentinel can't. There's no reason the Sentinel can't be one of the main characters, considering it's a, such a key um, character. Or just a Sentinel. Not e- if they just want to have the ones that are just slightly bigger than people that Wolverine can just tear through and Storm can electrocute and you know everyone to sort of batter on for a bit. And it's just you know what happens battle. to Sentinels and when they get struck by lightning? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, just that kind of horrible, just sort of like get, just cheese, just a general battle in a little. They room. get extra power. And then. <laughs> Like one just steps through the roof, and there's just, even if there's just one that's at full size, and you just and they're just like, yeah. uh, and, fuck. And they finally beat it, and then before, just be, before the film be it. finishes, it yeah. shows you Genosha, and there's like thousands all in production. It's like, it's like the house party thing from Iron Man 3, and it's just fucking loads of them just <laughs> flying in. Because that's exactly what it was. It was just like this huge army of robots to kill yeah. every single mutant. That's what they're designed for. And yeah. They need to be a menacing threat, not just a halt who goes there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is kind of why I suppose in, in Last Stand it was just a case of we want to make reference to them to say that these things are fucking, you know, 
all the other X-Men are just running scared and Wolverine's just like, fuck it, throw me at it, why not? Um, but that's just a simulation, so you won't see any more of those. See, uh, actually, thinking about it, how did they even know what Sentinel was? Because, uh, you know, ghosts. That, <laughs> that, that, that ghosts. future hasn't happened yet. Ghosts told them. <laughs> <laughs> the future hasn't happened yet. Or... Well, the, the this X-Men were oh. still set in the distant future, weren't they? Does this mean Last Stand, even though this is a direct sequel to Last Stand, does this mean Last Stand is after Days of Future <laughs> Well, yeah, as that was set in the 60s. <laughs> no, Last Stand's not first class. Oh, right. <laughs> Wait, what? If, because there's no way, on that Danger Room session on Last Stand, yeah. there's no way they'd know what a Sentinel was, unless Days of Future Past happened before Last Stand. Professor X is dead. I don't think they, that is going to be the least of their worries to, can, like, to actually explain away. I don't think anyone's going to be saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They'll find Sentinels in that, and they go, what, so you don't care about how we just resurrected everyone and just gave everyone their powers back? Yeah, it's the comics. Uh, you just get yeah, magic. It's just magic. Yeah. You know, Professor X, yeah, is magic, yeah. Well, he is. <laughs> They're all magic. They're all bloody magic, yeah. Uh, I think we've talked enough altogether, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say that's a wrap-up for this week. Absolutely. Keep, um, uh, keep your eyes peeled on uh, the YouTube channel, however. There's going to be a few more videos going up. A few yes. more Minecraft videos. Um, what are you playing next, other than um, our Minecraft series? What is Dan playing? Oh, well, at the moment, I'm still going through Metro. Um, although, to be honest, I'm too engrossed in that to actually do recording for that as well. Um, so I won't be doing that. Um, possibly, I was thinking about maybe doing Black and White or Black and White 2, mm. because I love uh, sort of God games, um, as I sort of covered in the Spore one. Um, I, I am itching to do another APB, though, so I might yes. do another APB, because that's just a game that's just fun as hell. So possibly that, but also I intend to do uh, Lego Superheroes when that comes out. Needs to be done. Absolutely. Um, yeah, off that, I'm going to say that's all. I'm, I'm Absolutely. I'm just going to leave it at that. Done. <laughs> they've had the enough. Ending. Yeah, they've, they've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so we will see you next week. Um, and obviously, like Dan said, keep your eye on the YouTube channel. Check out the Twitter. Um, if you're one of the five people on Google+, Plus, we're on there as well. Yeah, um, if you're one of the half dozen people that uses Google Plus, there's gutted. Do you not know about <laughs> Facebook and Twitter? You know, yeah. you can <laughs> um, find us under Podcast V Player, um, or you can email us at Player V Podcast. Just the other way around. It's yeah. just the other way around, Callum. It's, it's just the other way around. around. It's, the sa- way. it's the same but backwards. It is, and that's at gmail.com. At gs at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, so any tips, questions, um, money, whatever you want to send. Boob. Uh, boob? Oh, don't send boobs. <laughs> Unless the pictures. That's fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel we should cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into any more trouble, um, we'll see you later. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> baking pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Bacon pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Bacon pancakes. Making pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Making pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Bacon pancakes. Can you-
podcast.